0: I'm glad I didn't do that in Dueling Cavalier. They might have liked it.
1: Why don't you? What? Make a musical.
0: A musical? Sure. Make a musical.
2: The new Don Lockwood. He yodels. He jumps about to music.
0: Oh. The only trouble is that after they released Dueling Cavalier, nobody would come to see me jump off the Woolworth building into a damp
2: rag. Well, why don't you turn the Dueling Cavalier into a musical? and Cavalier? Sure. We've got six weeks before it's released.
1: Yeah. Add some songs and dances, trim the bad scenes, add a couple of new ones. Then you got it.
2: Hey. Hey, I think it'll work. Of course. You know, it may be crazy, but we're gonna do it. The and Cavalier is now a musical. Hot
1: oh, no. Hallelujah! Woofee.
2: Fellas, I feel this is my lucky day. March 23rd. Oh, no. Your lucky day is the 24th. What do you mean the 24th? It's 1.30 already. It's morning.
1: Yes. And what a lovely morning. Good morning.
2: Good morning.
1: We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you.
0: Lifers podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser.
3: And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben. Well, it's a little early. A little. I thought we had this conversation last week. I thought we, we were all on the same page. Don't wake Scott up. see what you made me do? You made me t- you made me refer to myself in the third person. Gabe you you know how much I hate that. Almost as much as I hate being awakened this early. What's going on? You used on, to Gabe? do it all the
0: time. You used to when do I, it all the time. When? Like every
3: when I had a real job type jobby job. This is why no, I got this fake when job. You had to
0: do morning radio and morning TV. Remember all those man cow shows? And remember how well it always went? It did. It was a successful run on the Man Cow Show and Good Morning, Good Day Atlanta, or whatever that was. Maybe not successful, not a good word for that one.
3: Infamous, maybe. Being up this early
2: reminded me of our early podcasting days when you decided you were going to see if coffee would help you.
3: Get All right. The show. Uh, let's see if there's a coffee. I got one right here.
0: I've never seen you on coffee before.
3: I'm not drinking that shit. Yeah, man. Remember at the beginning, it was all, I was in a coffee. I was gonna try it. And how did that work out? Nah. <laughs> so well, why are we up to, so early? What's going on? Well, because I'll you- tell you. Hang on a second.
2: Before we even get into that, let's just talk about Gabe's morning look. He looks like sunrise. He looks like a he looks like the sun. His big round head is completely orange. Well, he
3: looks like. He looks like a villain from from Guardians of the Universe. or What is that? Guardians of the Galaxy. He looks like that villain or some villain. Some villain that should be in that. Most of he the looks time, like the blue guy in The Watchmen is what he looks like. I haven't seen He's any like, of these movies, but most of the time in the morning and the day. I just you know hate I mean? him. I, I just I hate looking at you right now.
0: Because I'm making you do this in the morning. You, you should start a multimedia show. Uh, Conglomerate. On the
2: stage. Yeah, the the um, the Orange Man group.
0: Let's
3: see if this works.
0: <laughs> oh boy! For What's the viewers that? out there, the listeners, that's <laughs> called. I don't know what that is. A one hitter? A vapor? I, I don't, what are these things called? That's a vape. Days? That's a vape battery and cartridge. And okay, you that's... you guys decided that you wanted to do Stop. another holiday episode on
3: Memorial Day. I haven't decided. Nobody's
0: decided. <laughs> yes, you decided. You said let's do another holiday show. Here. Isn't that a holiday
3: show?
2: Oh, yeah. This kind of is. We're talking it, to you well, on Memorial
3: Day. I mean it is, but I mean it's not going to air on the holiday.
0: Yeah, but we produce it and we work on my day off and the day It's my day Florida off Beach, too. I Scott.
3: We could have done it yesterday when there was no day off, but you, that was your day off too.
2: Gabe was doing a real passive aggressive thing with us yesterday
3: no so you know, straight
2: on
0: aggro
3: c- totally <laughs> not passive bro
1: not i passive. have certain
0: times when i'm supposed to be spending quality time with the fam oh and saturday afternoon is one of those sunday afternoon is another one yeah, but it was just the way you kept phrasing it was it. sunday I mean, evening i don't know wh- I don't Yes, know when
3: i don't know when i'll be, you know you know you know i'll be home what... at
0: 9 30 10 o'clock at you night never and said event, happened, though. And
3: no you and didn't it's... you did not you said i don't know when i'll be home Right. And the I rest don't... of us were like, well, okay, so I guess I'll just go fuck <laughs> I off. I guess I'll go
0: fuck off. Yeah. 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 But listen, there's a, there's a story behind all of this.
3: Let's hear, let's hear the story. I'm, I'm okay. begging for the story.
0: Okay. Have you guys ever been shit on by a bird? Oh my God. <laughs> have you, have you ever had it happen to you? Yes. How many times in your life?
3: <laughs> um. More than once? I don't know there's <laughs> once I can think of it. it happened in Zion
0: I was in Zion too <laughs> I'm I was dr- riding my bike delivering my papers on my 10 speed I called it the banana 10 speed it was yellow I'm by Mike Thompson's house which is right next to mine you know, I wrote for the new Sun for a while right okay let me get back to the
3: story and I'm wearing not my not the 80s. new sun what was the Zion paper
0: who knows I can't remember it but I'm wearing a satin 80s jacket, you know. I think it was with the, the Zionist. No. It's got those sleeves with the stripes on it. You know what I'm talking about? Those 80s satin jackets that were hot, hot and popular back then. I had a Judas
3: Priest one. That's all I remember.
0: I'm driving riding my bike. The metal ones? Listen, this is my story. Underneath the tree I get in this. Bird, I don't even have to be here, by the this way. This bird you know, shits uh, on my uh, shoulder. On my shoulder. I had long hair. I think I got my hair. What? But. What does this have
3: the, to do with yesterday and so not So able to tell us when sh- you're going to be home? Okay. All right. So, wait a minute. The bird shat on your shoulder. <laughs> yes. And it got in your hair. I think it's it got in some. splashed off of your shoulder onto your hair.
0: Something like that.
2: And but, this is why you think you went bald prematurely?
3: No. no this is why he. Easy. This is why he was passive aggressive with us yesterday.
0: And yesterday. Right. I'm waiting for that. Well, well, I'll get to yesterday. But anyway, it was easy to clean the jacket because it was sad. And you just wipe it off with the wet towel. You're done. You can just keep going. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday—that's
3: yeah, why. This... porn stars used to wear them.
0: Okay. Yesterday, I met the Mexican restaurant Cantina Louis in Neptune Beach. It's an outdoor seating area, and there's birds all over the place. I'm ducking and running and bobbing and weaving because these birds are flying everywhere. We cover up the nacho chips, the, you know, the chip and salsa.
3: You say, "Hey, one, bird! We'll those one. nacho chips!"
0: And I'm sitting, and the sun's in my eyes. I'm like, "No, I got to sit on the other side." So I'm sitting next to my wife. Instead of sitting across from her like you're supposed to at a real restaurant, I'm sitting next to her side by side. You had to be careful about what you were
3: telling her? I've seen this. Yeah, I've seen this. So all of a sudden, this bird shits (laughs) on the
0: seat I was going to sit at, but because the sun was in my eyes, I moved. I dodged it. I dodged the bird shit for the second time in my life. Oh,
3: wow. There is a God.
0: 52 years old, and I'm still only shed on once by a bird.
2: That's and this is why you couldn't tell us when you might be able to podcast. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's my lucky part... day.
0: It was my lucky day. I could have. You didn't want to ruin that by I didn't, podcasting. I, I'm like, hey.
3: Let's see, here's what this was. This is one of those things where, like, just before their first tour, the band falls apart. That's what's going on right now. Yeah. The pressure of us going out on, on tour is causing us to. Implode, combust, explode, whatever. And Gabe is is about to like he's about to go solo. Basically, he's <laughs> he's been.
0: Anyway, I had I had a good day yesterday. I didn't want to cut it. short. You didn't want
3: to ruin it by talking to us.
0: Well, I had a, I, would, I had a good run. Went to the dog park. Had a good time. Had some ice cream. All, all kinds of stuff. It was just a relaxing day with the dog and the wife.
3: And I, and, I, and I say again, you didn't want to ruin it by talking to us.
0: You could say something like that if you'd like to. That's one way to look at it. But anyway, that's the vibe
3: we both got. That's day. the vibe that's we was,
0: got. I said I can be home by 9 or 10-ish. No, you fucking didn't. Anyway, <laughs> I was home by 10. And by that time, Scott already made other plans and we had to do it in the morning.
3: Because, because I hard. didn't know what was happening. You would not give me an answer because you were licking ice cream, Pointing that bird shit across from you, going, "This is the greatest day of my life." <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> I dodged a bullet.
2: But I thought that I thought that it made sense to do a show this morning, uh, because doing a podcast in the morning is no fucking fun. Uh, you can cut that out.
3: So uh, <laughs> it's Friday. And uh, we'll be seeing some of you uh, this week. This is it. This is happening. Here we go. Uh, The 5th and the 6th in Chicago and the 7th in Madison. I think Madison still has tickets available. Uh, Yeah, so, so it will not be in the morning. Ooh, what if we had to do radio the morning of those shows? Oh, I'd really be pissed. See, that, that was the worst part about that, those radio shows, Gabe, was because I was like, I got into this so I wouldn't have to wake up in the morning. So I wouldn't have to, like, get into a car and drive downtown Chicago with all the other fucks that have to go to work in the morning. And then when I was told, no, no, you have to get up in the morning. You have to do this, and on top of that, you have to sing. You have to sing these songs that are not in a Tom Waits register. You have to sing these in the morning. Not cool. You guys out. talk about. Some it worked stuff.
0: out. It worked out. There were some good memories, some good times back then. Playing up, playing shows till midnight, and then staying up till three, four in the morning, and waking up at five and six driving to the merchandise mart with a full drum kit going up 30 flights of stairs or, or whatever what? setting up and playing songs on man cow show. You don't remember that?
3: Was the elevator not working?
0: It was working. We didn't carry it up the stairs. We used the elevator, but still
3: All right. the principle. So like we, we carried it up the stairs both ways. <laughs> okay. Boomer.
2: <laughs> but other than man cow, did you, when you are, when you were touring, did you get yourself booked on a bunch of, like, rock radio
0: morning shows?
3: Yes, and I told them not to, and they did it anyway.
0: The machine, the machine kept it, kept it rolling.
3: Well, when the machine breaks down, we break down. And I ain't gonna allow that from any of you. So, uh, Ben, I went to see your Guardians of the Galaxy yesterday. Because I had nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Because... For part of the day, you weren't available, and then part of the day, Gabe wasn't available. So, for the part of the day, Gabe wasn't available, I went to go see Conan the Barbarian. For the part of the day that you weren't available, I went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Which one was better? Which do you think was better?
2: Yeah, which do I think you think is better? That's right. This is the original Conan the Barbarian with Schwarzenegger? Conan the the Barbarian. Yeah, <laughs> Conan Babar, the Swatzenegger.
3: Is that the one? Was that yeah? That's music, the one. That was that's a music one. box or something. Um, glorious thirty-five millimeter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're doing a thing that's sort of a a tribute to your old pal. Uh, it's heavy metal movie nights. Are they mentioning Mike in the? They're podcast? not mentioning Mike, uh, but one would think that maybe it was sparked by the book. Is it being
2: programmed by he who he who we can't mention anymore? <laughs> no,
3: okay. He who no. again? Yeah. See, that was just a that was just a thing. That was just a an obvious.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love the morning shows, chum. <laughs> For Gabe. Uh, There's an obvious bone to be thrown yeah. Yeah. For uh, I For think, the orange god I think you uh, You look like an I, orange god, Gabe Yeah. <laughs> I think
2: you like Guardians of the Galaxy better And you want James Gunn on the show
3: what's, what's with you? Why would I want James Gunn on the show?
2: Why would you not? Guy's like king of the comic book universe right now
3: Gross. It's disgusting. I've had it. Listen. Yeah. I will never sit through another comic comic book movie. That's it. I'm done. And I'm, and, and I'm done listening to, well, this one's different. They're never different. They're always the same. Always, 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 always the same. I'm sitting there in this movie and I'm watching it. And I'm like, they introduce, you know, the, the villain, the baddie, the, the Gabe. And I'm like, "Uh, who is this guy? I don't give a fuck. And I'm like thinking, Oh, is this the guy that eats planets? And then I realize, no, 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 that's from the transformer trailer that I watched about a half an hour ago, the guy who eats planets. And then I realized that all of this cinema is interchangeable and life is too short for this shit. And then the person behind me, who's been wearing a Marvel shirt and chomping on candy for the last hour. It's a scene where the raccoon basically dies, just like the the dog and babe pig in the city and spoilers. Yeah. Fuck you. Spoilers. Uh, and this person behind me, Rocket played by Bradley Cooper, whatever, Rocky raccoon, who cares? Uh, the person behind me bursts into tears. Mm -hmm, That was me openly weeping loudly louder than, than the candy she was chomping on. And people (laughs) listen, don't bring a bag of candy into a fucking movie. That's individually wrapped inside the bag. You're fucking assholes now. Oh my God, this is a bad idea. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not watching any more of these movies. And you know, listen, James Gunn has done as good of a job as anybody possibly could. Right. In the in the Disney Marvel straitjacket. Because how about that, honestly, how about his that song
2: before- that kicks on during the end credits, that was
3: nice. Oh holy shit! Can we can we enough enough of this? You know what I mean? The, the dancing at the end. What makes it any different than the Ewoks dancing at the end Nothing. of Return of the Jedi? Nothing. I think it was a
2: clear... It was a total callback to Return of the Terrible. Jedi. Terrible. I thought we all agreed that it was one of the worst scenes of all time. But he made it... He made a better version. He said, here, no. you
3: could still have dancing. No. It was better dancing. No, he didn't. It, it was I'm tired of dancing. dancing at the end. There's a dancing at the end of that Paul Schrader movie. No more dancing at the end of these credits where all of a sudden we're supposed to feel good. I don't feel good. I feel terrible. You just shit all over Bollywood,
2: and I don't think our crowd is going to be standing for that.
3: Gabe, have you watched a single Bollywood movie?
0: I thought you were talking about the movie Bollywood.
3: Isn't there a movie called Bollywood? I don't care. So, (laughs) so yeah. So, I mean, you know, James' movies before this weren't that different from comic book movies, so he's figured out a way. Um, But, you know, has anybody watched that Chloe Zhao movie? Have I you tried. That, Th- that
2: was terrible. That's a yeah? that's, that's the wrong person in the wrong job.
3: I mean, at this point, Scorsese could do one, and I'd still hate it. If this was the movie that was the first Guardians of the Galaxy, I would probably would have loved it. But I'm just burnt. I can't believe you're not burnt. I can't believe the whole world isn't burnt. I'm burnt on superhero movies. I am. So what's James Gunn going to do now? DC? Is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah,
2: which is probably not a good idea. Except that he did do a good TV show. The, what was that one? I don't know. Captain something or other. Captain Fuckface. The dude, the wrestler. Gabe, this is where it crawls into your territory. Yes. Who's that dude? Was he a wrestler? Are you just talking like about a... Batista? No. Has he's the guy him? in Guardians of the Galaxy, but there's a... He's funny. He John's... is
3: non-stop funny. Yeah, he's Batista is crazy. Great. He's nonstop funny. Everything he does makes me laugh.
2: Yeah. John Cena. John Cena. Oh, John is
3: great too. Oh, that show. Um...
2: Yeah. That's Peacemaker. That's James Gunn. Yeah, I know. John Cena is not a
0: wrestler, but John Cena is.
3: John Cena was a wrestler, yeah. Okay. So we got shows and uh, we'll be on the road. You'll be on the road. You're going on the road In a day or two, aren't you? You're going on the road. I just got back from the road.
0: Oh, you just got back. In time, in real time, you're doing some Philly, or Philly, Pennsylvania shows.
3: Yeah. I'm out there.
0: How did those shows go, Scott?
3: (laughs) Well, the first one was great. That was the non-live show? Yes. The live show, we got uh, about midway through the set, and then somebody from the band, I don't know, they had a hood on, or a hoodie, it came out and unplugged my guitar, uh, you know, when I started covering one of their songs.
2: <laughs> Were you doing the one about the dolphins?
3: <laughs> What's the
0: one about the dolphins? There's some live song about dolphins. When dolphins cry. Dolphins crashes. Dolphin crashes. <laughs> you remember this? When dolphins cry, it's rock with the porpoise. Wow!
3: I didn't think I could be any angrier. <laughs> so yeah so I'm excited we, we got some stuff going uh, people have uh, put in with some uh, ideas for the show keep those ideas coming we need them uh, I mean the thing about these ideas is we're recording these episodes and we're going to uh, ideally post them later right yes um, so we're we can't do these
2: that, we're hoping that these three shows are going to turn into three podcasts
3: Right. Okay, they so we can't the do way. these ideas over and over, can we? Like these ideas are like one shot and then they're done. They're not reusable. Right. We're not
2: repeating ourselves, but um
3: like if there's I mean, music- we can't pull Gabe's pants down every night. We can only do it once because the surprise will only no, be good. For Listen,
0: I, But we can build on whatever we do the first night. We could reference the second night, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Who knows? Speaking of pulling pants, I'm, I'm going to bring this up right now. Do you oh, remember, boy. like, for some reason in junior high, you were wearing those stupid elastic shorts? I and, was. Yes, you don't remember them gym shorts? They were so tight back then in the short because that's how the '80s were. And then in the locker room, for some reason, these jackasses decided I'm going to de pants this dude, and they pull their pants
3: down. You remember this? They pulled my pants down.
0: Maybe not yours. Maybe they did Ben's. I don't know. That wasn't a trend back when you were in high school, Ben. Getting <laughs> I thought you were talking
3: about me specifically.
0: You,
2: I never got de-pants, but I do know what you're talking about.
3: Yeah. Who the de-panced. hell does this and why? But anyway. I slipped in the shower once. That was, that was <clears throat> not a good day.
0: I refuse to wear elastic pants of any kind and shorts for that reason.
3: Because you were afraid of getting de-pants.
0: Yes. The only time I wear elastic is around the house. And even then,
3: even then, your word, no, Josie's going to pants you.
0: You were talking about getting de pants. No, that doesn't happen. It's never
3: it's- Josie and de pantsing Gabe. <laughs>
2: um, speaking of de pantsing and tight shorts, have either of you guys seen clips from this recent er- Erasure concert? <laughs> you know, <No>. those guys. <laughs>
3: It's a good segue there, Ben. I got to figure yeah. out how to share this with you. Yeah, Gabe, Gabe's <laughs> lurking for <laughs> Erasure shows. Is it Erasure or Eraser? Erasure. erasure. Is
0: that it's a word? Not a racer. It's not
3: Eraser. It's make
0: It's It's a different word. Is it a word?
3: That's a made-up word, Erasure. Like Queensryche? <laughs> is <laughs> Queensryche not a real word? It probably is in some language. Queen of the Reich. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? Do, what do you think? Erasure means? Do you think it means to be, uh, for, queer culture to be erased from society? Do you I think, think that's what words. it's in reference to?
2: Yeah, that's not a made-up word. Erasure is, an, is a real word, and that's what it means.
0: All
2: right. I think I, I don't know, but out here, I got to share this clip. You. you can't just <laughs>
0: run around and say it's not a made-up word. I think I don't know. Hello. All right, hang on. I'll check to see if it's a real word. Maybe one day it'll pop up in my word of the day emails that I get every day. It won't. We'll see.
2: Erasure is in the dictionary. The erasure <laughs> means the removal of writing, recorded material, or data.
3: Mm. Okay.
0: E-R-A-S-U-R-E. All right. Now, hang
3: on. What's your word of the day today, Gabe?
0: Let me look it up. Let's see. I don't think it came in yet. It's too early.
3: Yeah. And if it's too early for your word of the day, it's too early for podcasting. So why did you bring up the gym shorts Gabe? You were talking about people pulling down my pants. Because
2: every time birds see him, they shit on him.
3: So he's going to wear some tight belts. (laughs) Nobody's going to take my pants down.
0: Are we ready for this podcast? This live podcast? No, we're really not. But uh, we have so much
2: time to figure it out. Because wait, Scott, you are back now back so we have a couple of days to talk shit out
3: well I've already sent you guys an outline oh thank you Okay, I'm looking for it
2: now it's not here I read that outline
3: it's amazing I can't wait so Wednesday night at the Burr Oak in Madison we'll see you there with Kathy from OK's and High Noon and Gabe with with his chastity belt, so he cannot pee to pants.
0: <laughs> no, I just don't wear pla- uh Elastic. I don't wear elastic. Don't wear sweatpants.
3: I'm against. I'm the- wearing elastic right now. Inside the house is okay.
0: Outside, elastic
3: for me, no good. We well, just put some underwear on. Stop going commando. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> So what do we got today, Gabe? We got a three-pronged episode? Is that what's going on? I know of two prongs.
2: Is it three prongs we got going on? You, there were three. There were the three things that Scott wrote. There was the outline for this episode. This is the number, first prong. No, number one was bullshit. This, this is I the most covered. miserable <laughs> prong. We've covered the bullshit for sure. I don't remember the second one. And the second well, one is um, uh,
3: the no fun ep imploder Ooh, people are going to get an episode of ep imploder what is that what is what does that mean ben
2: that means we're gonna we're gonna do a track by track Track commentary on no the no fun ep all 28 minutes of it six songs 28 minutes out on vinyl any day now when when does that come out actually gabe when does when does the product ship
0: you're, okay. you're asking Solidity. questions that most people don't answer or can't answer nowadays. The okay. test pressing is in production. Once we okay the test pressing, it probably takes six to eight weeks to get it in our hands. okay. So everybody that ordered, patient, don't complain. Don't put a stop on your check in the bank or whatever they, they do these days because it's going to go against my uh, website. It's but coming. I, I want to recommend a
2: change in today's programming schedule i feel like we should do the third prong second and then end with the no fun ep imploder why Uh, because the the, what i'm proposing to be the second prong is really wrapping things up from last week's show and then moving on to the future which is the no fun ep which i guess is also the past the future is the past
3: (laughs) My mind is going. Uh,
2: but the third prong, maybe second prong, depending on how this one gets spliced together, is uh, a a nice fifteen minute chunk that Scott took out of last week's episode with Kyle Kinane. Everyone seems excited about Kyle Kinane on the show.
3: It was like a Kyle show. Kinane. We got a Kyle
2: Kinane hangover. Yeah. And this is a this is a this, we were talking about. We were asking Kyle for advice. About our live show. And that somehow led into a conversation. um,
3: About donuts, pizza. Oh yeah, we were talking about Madison. And then he started talking about... Pizza places. How how he would get side-eyed and threatened at Ian's.
2: Right. Home of the mac and cheese slice. Yes. And then, um, right, that turned into a conversation about Indian food And pizza and music combos. Or combos, we were trying to convince Gabe... Trying to see if there was anything that we could put on the table for Gabe to make him switch over to listening to The Replacements on a Desert Island. So there's a big chunk of that.
3: It's a good conversation. Let's listen to it.
4: It's such a low... Bar? Overhead to, yeah, just show up and shoot the shit. It's Like, it's really... There's really no excuse to throw, <laughs> roll. There's got
3: to be something else involved, though. I, I can't believe that's all. That, all it have is. you
4: announced? Who, have you announced who the guest is yet?
3: Uh, we have announced the guest in Madison. Uh, it's uh, the, the the lady who used to run OKs. You ever been at, You ever been there? OKs in Madison? No. And then uh, she opened High Noon Saloon.
4: Okay uh well, like, in man i like madison great town
3: yeah like really you,
4: legendary you, music venues play?
2: where do you play when you're in madison
4: i did i usually do comedy on state i've done the Barrymore up there also oh yeah uh but it's a good it's a good uh that's a good old comedy town up there home of the farleys it's not much of a college town though <laughs> How many, fist got, <laughs> how many fights have you almost? How many fights have you almost gotten in at Ian's Pizza at the end of the night? <laughs> yeah. Like I can't believe we're gonna get punched in the face while also trying to get strawberry shortcake on a cheese pizza right now, or whatever oh. bullshit they put together. <sighs> mac they do and some. They, they do. Yeah, a mac the mac and, and, cheese, and cheese. That's their big thing. Yeah. I think I got something with like German potato salad on it. Yeah. But I'm like, also oh, this yoked out alpha bro thinks I'm staring at his girlfriend. I'm like, I am just hungry. Sure <laughs> raw potato on pizza for some reason right now Benny. i'm drilling I for not the a threat. pizza
3: not you right yeah i am not a threat to your very solid relationship speaking man, of airport. nuts we were in portland the other night and yeah. all my my wife wanted to do is she's like this is the this is the trip i'm finally getting a voodoo donut i'm like no you're not and the line <laughs> never went fucking down it was crazy
4: you can get them at the airport that's that's what she Maybe. said but it's, it's not I the mean, same, a, is it? It's a, it's a donut. It's a donut with a bunch of shit on it. Hey, I don't like donuts. I I don't eat donuts. That's not that's mine.
0: a that's a wild thing to say. That's not my thing. Like cupcakes. How do you not like donuts? I mean, it's just sweet flour mm. sugar. I'm into the savory stuff. I don't like the sweet
4: stuff. I like I'm you, not. but that's about it. <laughs> I think that's why voodoo will like voodoo will put like like a like a. Like a Curry chicken inside of a glazed donut or something. I think they get weird like that. I think that's just an empanada at that point. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the all the touristy stuff that's like made for, like, again going back to social media, like everything's made to be exploited. <clears throat> it's made to like, oh, take a picture of this. Make sure you take a picture of this food. Make sure. Every I eat it. I've eaten at so many weird places where I'm like, oh, this is a cool off the beaten path and it's still Guy Fieri on the wall being like, I like this place. I'm like, of course you do. Right. But that goes back to Shane's bit about him being a good guy and supporting small businesses and giving them national exposure.
3: Yeah. I think he's great. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, within reason, I'm not going to eat that stuff.
4: I mean, he's not on here. You're not going to find out. I think, I think he's probably an Iron Maiden
3: guy though ooh the, Gabe I think he he looks more like an offspring guy to me. Mhm. It's just that spiked hair. Yeah. <clears throat>
4: okay. Iron Maiden forever, but you got to listen to it with Guy Fieri. Oof. <clears throat> or the or the Replacements forever. But you got to listen to it with Rachel Ray. Ooh. I'm go I'm keeping celebrity chefs.
0: <laughs> gabe no it's well okay It's always Me? iron maiden iron maiden, iron maiden.
3: maybe
4: maiden maiden I, with guy fieri guy fieri is singing it
3: yeah i him. mean is do you think guy fieri is worse than rachel ray or do you think rachel ray is better than guy fieri
2: yes why if you're giving me the option to listen to replacements with Rachel Ray, no, 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 no. Let, Iron let, let, with let's
1: take, let, let's Fuck just
3: that. let's go let's go to the to to the chefs. Rachel Ray versus Guy Fieri. Do you think Rachel Ray is better than Guy Fieri? Is he a chef? He is. <laughs> he, just, he opened a restaurant. <laughs> he opened
0: on, a restaurant well, in New York. I thought he just count. eats the food. He just eats it and critiques. He doesn't cook it. No, he makes no, a
2: bunch he of.
4: <clears throat> he's like a... He makes pretty... He's like the Steve Aoki of chefs. He really, re, he, really re, he really remixes a bunch of bullshit together. Uh-huh.
3: Steve it's al- Aoki of
4: chefs. It's always like hot wasabi sushi nachos or something. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, this is what a 14-year-old who just tried whippets for the first time <laughs> I think is a good idea. Right. Like, that's how I... No, if I don't know why, are you guys friends with Steve Aoki? You guys, guys throws cake, he throws cake at people.
3: No, I'm not friends with Steve Aoki, are you? G- uh, Gabe no, doesn't know. Who,
0: of course, Gabe. I don't know who he is. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking to here? I don't know who this guy is. Is he the guy from Jackass? <laughs> the guy, what?
4: He's talking about Steve-O. steve 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 Aoki. <laughs> Steve A. But then he throws a cake into the audience at the each of one of his DJ sets. He's a Gallagher of DJs. Pretty much. Okay, Iron Maiden with Gallagher. <laughs> or replacements with Gallagher 2. Oh. That's a good one. Ben.
2: I never saw Gallagher 2 knowingly at least. Is there um, two
0: Gallaghers? Yeah.
2: His son,
4: Gallagher oh, yeah, like Two, the quickening. I didn't know this. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, it it's his brother. He's,
4: he sold his act to his brother. Really? You, yeah, I, I mean, mean brother went and then it, and then he wanted he, it back. Yeah, <laughs> and his brother <laughs> wouldn't like, give it back to him. <laughs> Gallagher Two, but Gallagher can't do any of the licensed original Gallagher material. So it's Gallagher Two doing his own material with the replacements or original Gallagher sledgehammer and everything with Iron Maiden.
0: It's like the guy from CCR can't play. Uh, Don, what's his name, Scott? He
3: no, I'm just going to let music? you go. Come on. let you can yeah, figure Fo- it out. Tom Fogarty.
0: Fogarty, you're blowing my mind here with Gallagher 2. i got to look this up. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love watching Gallagher. Uh, are
4: they both dead now, or is Gallagher 2 still kicking? OG Gallagher's in the ground. Right. Gall- Gallagher Jr.? I wonder if they buried Jr. him with the hammer.
3: <laughs> no, they buried him with a watermelon. Those keep yeah. underground.
4: <laughs> they had a cool environment there. Yeah, yeah, right, right.
3: I mean, that's that's it, it, to wait, the way to get Gabe with that is OG Gallagher and replacements versus Iron okay. Maiden yeah. Gallagher 2.
4: Iron Maiden I mean, you time. get your not Iron, Iron Maiden, Maiden,
3: but you have to deal with... So there's nothing Gallagher that's going to shake...
4: There's nothing that's going to move you over to replacements if there's a, not, a, another factor put in there.
0: Not over Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden is always going to win. I don't hate the replacements I, I'm starting to appreciate them a little bit I know I'm trying to combo it with like something you would
4: I want to see yeah, I, I want to see what would tip the scales into you changing your mind
3: Iron Maiden and Molly Ringwald no no, no. I mean replacements in Molly Ringwald or Iron Maiden and uh Tootie <laughs> Tootie? Oh, that's not that's what's wrong with Tootie they're both on uh, "Facts of Life."
4: Give yeah, it that. Tootie is not awful. I'm trying to think of somebody that's awful. Molly Ringwald. Linda Tripp. Not in Facts Linda Tripp. Molly Ringwald
0: was on "Facts of Life." Look it up. Really? Oh yes,
3: first season. I will trust you. Oh. Okay, here it is. Replacements. And her name was Molly. Replacements? Because <laughs> that's replacements in Molly Ringwald versus Iron Maiden and Linda Tripp. Oh come on, Linda go, Tripp. Come on.
0: Here we go. You might pull me over with the, is it 16 Candles, Molly Ringwald, or, or 44-year-old French Molly Ringwald?
3: What's wrong with 44-year-old French? I'm just saying. French.
0: I'm, French, French Didn't Ringwald. she move to France? Didn't she move to France?
4: Yeah, I think she got out. She's doing her own thing.
0: Yeah, she started <laughs> they, singing for a while. What is she singing? Edith Piaf songs? It's not French. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. She did something.
4: And this isn't a romantic linking. This is just a, what, you can only consume a Molly Ringwald film? <laughs> no, no. You just got to hang out
3: with him? Molly Ringwald's there, and he, and, but he's got replacements. But right, his got, Iron Maiden is there, gig. but he's got to share it with Linda Tripp. You can either do replacements
2: and eat your favorite pizza while doing it, or do Iron it. Maiden and South
0: Carolina Mexican food. There's nothing good about South Carolina mixing food. I, I haven't found anything there ever. Okay. Have you? So? Are you familiar with
4: South of the Border? Is that in South Carolina?
0: Really? Touring it?
4: musicians. It is a, uh, I believe it's, yeah, it's. Uh, I believe it's South Carolina. It's an amusement, sort of amusement park that's, uh Mexican themed for no reason. It's called South of the Border, and like the side, it's like a guy with a big sombrero, like stop by. Oh yes. And it's com- yes. it's completely abandoned except for a gas station.
3: Right. It it's yeah. like it's like Uranus when you pass by uh the fudge place. I was
4: I was doing my research and I saw you guys enjoying the photographs in front of uh was that, was that Iowa? Where's
3: uh, I thought it was no. Missouri. Was it Missouri? That's Missouri, Missouri or something okay. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fudge uh, Castle. What about uh, w- 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 Carlos O'Kelly's? Kyle, you ever been to that? What's going on in there? That's a chain, right? It's a chain, but what kind of chain?
1: Is um, it like you're Mexican
3: gonna get,
4: Irish food? You're gonna—they're gonna call—they're gonna, call, gonna call potato skins Irish nachos. Mm -hmm. you're going to get some version of what I affectionately call the prolapsed onion, which is, it's either going to be an awesome blossom or a blooming onion. I'm blooming right now. I'm about to (laughs) bloom. I'm I'm about to bloom out of this episode. You guys, (laughs) I am cool. There's some, gear shifting happened inside my torso. <laughs> I
3: was <laughs> throwing around words like prolapse and blooming. I'm like, I did it to myself.
4: <laughs> but yeah, I I don't mind. I mean, that's what's to be said for like when you're traveling that a chain re- restaurant might not be good, but it'll be reliably mediocre. Yeah. Of like, I just, I don't want, I would love to try. <clears throat> There's a place on the five. If you're driving from LA to San Francisco, and it's in the middle of the valley where nothing's going on, and it's an Indian restaurant. And I'm like, wow, how cool that this Indian restaurant, you know what I'm talking about, it's the only one, yeah. how cool that this Indian restaurant exists in what is really a rural farm community that this, like, you know, I, I never ate Indian food growing up. I was an adult. I'm like, I am guess I'll try this Indian food, and it's phenomenal i yeah. like, good, through this place. And so I read the reviews finally one day. I'm like, I wonder if it's just amazing. And every review is like, do not stop here. I shit myself on the <laughs> entrance ramp to the highway after leaving. It is fucking horrible. There's no reason it should still be standing. And it's just because you're driving, you're hungry, it's the only thing you see. And nobody's <laughs> going to read Yelp like that. So when it is like a Denny's, I'm like, yeah, I know what I'm going to get from Denny's. It's not going to be great, but it's going to be exactly what I expect it to be.
3: I've only got so many meals left in me, you know, and I just don't want to waste them anymore or any of them. but waste
4: them on something predictable or waste them on let's, let's roll the dice on grandma's kitchen. But grandma's kitchen has three customers every two weeks. They do not have fresh items in there. Nothing's clear. Like, (laughs) oh, there's nothing I can
3: eat at either of those restaurants. But if you keep driving, you eventually will hit a Mexican restaurant.
4: Theoretically, yeah.
3: (laughs) Best Indian food I've ever had was in Connecticut at a hotel. There was a hotel and they had a restaurant in the hotel. And I was like, this was
4: the fucking bomb. Is Is Indian food easy to make? It's always so great to me. It's a, well I used to think it was like health food. I was like, "Man, this fucking stuff is good and it's healthy." And like, "No, dude, it's full of butter. It's, it's not good for you." <laughs> it's called butter chicken. <laughs> yeah.
2: Something unhealthy about butter now?
0: <laughs> Haven't you heard G- Gabe, you don't like Indian food, do you? I can't stand curry, so I can't. I don't like Indian food. But that oh boy. Oh. I'm telling you. G- There's Gabe, I want to take curry.
4: you. I want to take you out to eat when I get back to Chicago, okay? I want to get you some samosas. Is Ooh. that uh... I want to get you some tikka masala.
3: Mm-hmm. What? What's some that? Pan- I don't know. Pan- some
4: paneer cheese, just cubes of cheese in a nice sauce.
3: How you yeah, I know this. you like cheese.
4: Gabe. spicy sauce.
0: Yeah, but it's going to have some spice on it that it doesn't go well with orange pop. <laughs> <laughs> Is that
4: That's really what we
0: just need to find out what pairs with uh, orange Fanta. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying Indian food. is just not my thing. It's not my thing. I, I, Mexican, sure. I'm all day. If y'all got eaten. slice, I'm there. <laughs>
4: <They> got <laughs> slice.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe for these shows, Gabe, we should uh, make you eat Indian food. What do you think about that? Wow. Bring you a nice big plate of seg paneer
2: in madison we can probably get ian's to make you an indian food pizza
0: oh shit
2: no i I, I want to
0: mix pizza and indian food but as long as it's not too hot and spicy i'll try it if it's in front of me i won't go out of my way to order it i don't know what to get my wife gets this pollock paneer stuff frozen in the stores it's probably there you go that's what we're talking about you never tried that no is there tofu in there it's cheese. No, it's cheese. It it's looks cheese. like tofu, but it's okay. actually
3: cheese. I, I can go with cheese that looks like tofu. I think Gabe's going to like this. I think Gabe's going to like this stuff that we get him.
0: As long as you don't put that insanity sauce on it, I'm I'm open to testing it.
3: Listen, I don't do insanity sauce anymore. You're against it? Well, you know, I mean, I don't eat it. I only put it in your food.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Well, if if you want to try it out, have me be the guinea pig to eat the Indian food for the first time in my life after 51 years. We'll we'll try it.
3: 51? You're 52.
0: Oh, no. No, not even close. I'm closer to 51 than I am 52, and you're already 53.
3: When's your ber- When's your birthday?
0: November. We're not even close to We're not even in the season.
3: <laughs> this is still spring. All right, let's move on to the third prong. I, I've, I've had this. <laughs> I've had it.
2: So, Amazon Music says that uh, the No Fun EP was released on May 4th, 2010, which is not true at all. That's not true. And ma- maybe it first arrived on Amazon Music in 2010? It's possible. So, it's really from 2003, right?
3: So, those Amazon workers aren't that fast after all. No. It actually came out May 27th, 2003, right, Gabe?
0: Correct. That's exactly correct. The 20-year anniversary was... A- this past week, yeah, which is why we're doing the re issue
3: on vinyl. And I sent you, a, I sent you a text about it, and I got nothing from you. Nothing. I'm still waiting for the reply. If I can... you've been fucking ghosting me all week. Ghosting you? Are you even going to come to these shows? And do you, I have a place to quitting? stay? you I quitting. don't have a place to stay yet. You're, do, you're, doing the, he, he, you're doing the typical emo thing where it's just like the pressure is too much for me, man. I can't <laughs> show up to these shows. I'm There's breaking no the problem. band up. <laughs> Did you see the new uh, Sarah Silverman has a new special, special, and she yes. says,
0: <laughs> <laughs> "Is it out or coming out soon?"
3: It's out. I watched it yesterday while I was sitting around waiting for you. He's Never like to materialize.
0: Her. He was on tour for a little while. Didn't come to.
3: And she floor. talked about how can't believe she didn't stuff she uses to wipe her. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty good. You should watch it. I will
2: watch it. Did you both watch Shocks and Struts, the Kyle Kinane special?
3: I watched uh, the Netflix thirty that he did a couple years ago about the uh, the the KKK uh, gourmands. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. All right, live First podcast. We'll see you guys this week live. Gabe will not be there, so in his place will be. The dude from uh, Will and Grace. Just Jack? No, Will. Oh, Will. He ain't got no job. Uh, And we'll make him eat Indian food. And we'll depance him as well. Will will be depanced. You might depance
0: Will, but this belt is on tight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it is on tight. And it has been for a very long time. That might be the issue (laughs) The new book by Gabe Rodriguez This belt is on tight (laughs) What do you got
2: for us Ben? You're listening to Song Imploder Where musicians take apart their songs And piece by piece Tell the story of how they were made And then talk shit about those songs And make you embarrassed you asked about them in the first place My name is Ben Reiser. On this special episode of Song Imploder, we're going to take an in-depth look at the No Fun EP, originally released in May 2003 by the rock duo Local H. We'll hear from singer-guitarist Scott Lucas and discuss the influence of drummer Brian St. Clair and the turning point this EP became for the band. Also on hand is longtime tour manager turned merch salesperson
3: Gabe Rodriguez. And now, Scott Lucas. I think I've told the story before. Uh, so while we were making Here Comes the Zoo in 2000, 2001, uh, I went to see The Strokes and uh, it was at Irving Plaza, and it was great. And I got their EP after the show, and I listened to it, and I realized, oh, this record that we're making is obsolete before it's even done. You know, I felt the same way recording uh, Ham Fisted and hearing Pony Express record by Shudder to Think. I was like, before this record even comes out, it, it's over, and I've made a huge error in the kind of record that I'm making. So the record comes out, and it, you know, and I was right, and all the All this stuff is happening, you know, the Strokes and the White Stripes and Interpol and you know all these bands, and they're records that I like. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out with us in Palm. And the reason was they were releasing a movie that had an unlicensed sample from okay in it and i found out about it and uh i freaked out and i freaked out on you know chris blackwell and he didn't know he, he had no idea he didn't give a fuck but uh, i was just like you know i went off the label and so he's like yes you go ahead nobody cares if you're off the label so we were free and instead of sitting around and Wait for another four-year process of finding a label. Uh, we talked to uh, Zach over at Thick, and it's like, just turn around and make something quick. Don't, don't waste any more time. And it was the No Funny B, and you know, we just wanted to make a re- record that was super immediate, and and that's how that happened. We wrote a ton of songs uh, for Here Comes a Zoo but we were also writing songs because we were you know like we were shopping for labels so labels kept wanting to hear more and more songs and we kept writing songs and we weren't really doing much of anything else other than touring so that four years gave us a lot of songs that you know that some of those songs popped up on PJ Souls one of them popped up on uh, 12 angry months so like the the wealth of songs that were written during that period kept us going for a while the point of Here Comes the Zoo was there was only 10 songs and that was the plan like back in black it's like 10 songs that's it so just by design no matter how good the songs were uh, there were some that were going to have to be left off and Brian's favorite was Cooler Heads so Cooler Heads had been sitting around for a while um and, <laughs> and Brian kept like this should go on this record, this should go on that record. I mean, like, eh. uh So he was very adamant about Cooler no Heads. No problem. Be, yeah. It, it, there's no reason why Brynmar Stomp is on there and Cooler Heads isn't. You know, it's just the way that it worked out. Like I just felt like we didn't that record did not need cooler heads. Maybe it maybe it should have. But but Brian was very very into that song and for whatever reason I was like it's it's fine it's okay maybe I just didn't like it because Brian liked it I don't know President Forever you know the lyrics m- might have been different before in it's original version I don't even know if it was called President Forever I I, I think it was but it it had some changes after uh, after 9-11 and after um, Bush decided to push the narrative that it was Hussein. And there was sort of a, um, a quiet censorship going on. And there's a lot of bands that you would think would speak up and say, hey, you know, this is bullshit. And they weren't. And that kind of angered me. Bound for the Floor was banned from um, Clear Channel stations after 9 11. I, because it's a bound for the floor, and they, and they thought that that might reference the events of 9 11. You know, it, it, it was crazy stuff was going on. And there was this very rah rah attitude, uh, you know, that everyone's got to support this bullshit idea that Iraq had something to do with this. And so that's what was going on. All of it was nonsense. And you could totally see that it was nonsense. And I don't even blame the Bush administration because they were just doing what he, they wanted to do, which was ram this bullshit in and, and have a reason to go after Saddam Hussein so Bush could be seen as a, a man in his daddy's eyes. And Cheney had his own reasons for doing all that stuff, too. But, but the, the fact that, like, the entire artistic community were being such pussies is, is what angered me. That record was a reaction to all of that and that's why there's a a, a real pissed off sense about it. Uh, there's a lot of there was a lot to be pissed off about for me personally Uh, and I felt like there's a lot for us to be pissed off about as a group of people all three of those songs for from the same demo sessions that lasted two or three years fuck yeah that wide was, was something that uh, started as a jam at the end of uh, shows on the uh, Here Comes the Zoo tour. So we would get uh, Dimitri from Burning Brides up on stage and he would play with us uh, while we were doing the big, long, protracted ending of uh, What Would You Have Me Do? And as the tour went on, the ending would change each night. And it would morph into something else. And at a certain point... I started playing this riff, and that was uh, uh, Fuck Yeah That Wide. And the song started to morph into that. And I was really into uh, Exterminator, that Primal Scream record. Mm -hmm. So I was just singing lyrics from Kill All Hippies. And uh, so that's how that came about. We had recorded that Godfather's song for a split 7-inch with Blank Theory. Uh, I think that came out on four Alarm records. But I have a long history with the, the Godfather's song because when I first moved to Chicago, I was walking by this bar and I wasn't old enough to get in. But I remember hearing them crank birth, school, work, death out of the bar. And I was like, fuck, that's a great song. The Ramones cover was almost like a preview of what we're going to do next with PJ Souls. It was an obvious idea to do a song from the rock and roll high school movie. amazing cover art. that was our first record with uh kai he had this idea i think he gave the idea first to cheap trick of the uh burning bacon american flag and cheap trick we're like yeah n- not for us i although i can see why it, it makes sense because cheap trick was very much uh, i think that box said had come out around then the Sex America and Cheap Trick. So they were very much into the, like the American flag type of stuff. And that would have fit perfectly in there. But uh, for whatever reason, they didn't want it. But when I saw it, I was like, perfect. This fits perfectly with the themes of the record and the kind of thing that I wanna talk about. Just, you know, America, frying like bacon, you little piggies. Kai created that from scratch. He would just come up with these covers You get hired for something, you go, I got this. Do you want this? And you'd either say yes or no. Like he had given us this picture for 12 angry months that was this heart, bleeding heart inside of this uh, woman's hand. And I was like, yeah, not for this record. I don't don't feel it. And that ended up being a, uh, he ended up giving that cover to an Eagles of Death Metal record a couple of years later. So that's, that's the kind of thing that he would do. No no West Kid's idea was very much like, just keep moving, keep, just keep going. And you know, I think he very much had this idea that we should pivot into being this independent band. And so the idea was just do everything yourself, stop waiting around for people put it out in thick. They wanna do this, Zach is ready to do this. Why not do this? Don't go demoing for people anymore, fuck that. And he was right, he was right, you know? I mean, in the long run, that's, that, that record is what got us where we are now. And you know, you can say that that's good or bad, but to be a, a fully functioning DIY unit was the goal.
0: I think I was helping facilitate some of the merch, uh, but I wasn't touring. I was just doing local appearances and hanging out. I would push whoever was on the mic at that point when I wasn't there out of the way and do the stuff that I'd been doing for years. And I was having a good time and they didn't kick me off the stage. Uh, My memories are mostly of the end where they would play like, fuck yeah that wide for 45 minutes <laughs> and the crowd would be chanting and clapping and stuff those are my memories it's like and waiting for Scott to come to the merch booth you know through this through this crowd you
3: know going from the stage to the merch booth and making that the most transparent transition that was part of the whole pivoting to a DIY thing and you know at that point is when I took over merch because you know Brian was doing all the the road managing because Gabe wasn't there anymore so Brian took over settlement and you know all that kind of stuff and I would do merch um, and and so for me it just seemed natural to to sort of roll that up into the show I mean that's the end of the show that I that I leave and I go do merch. And and that I'm very open about it. Like, hey, I'm I'm going to the merch table. I'm not trying to fool anybody by good night and then suddenly I appear at the merch table. It's like, let's not bullshit or fuck around. Let's just go there to there. And we'll make it part of the show. I mean, fuck yeah, that wide was kind of a big deal for me on that record. That was the big breakthrough for me and it's weird to say that about a song that basically has one chord and you know two lines of lyrics that aren't even really mine but but that was kind of like you know all right let's start getting into these jams let's start getting into this thing that like every night can be different and anything can happen and you know let's just lose ourselves in in these type of things that thinking spawned stuff like uh that's what they all say or uh um john the baptist blues or on this last record and surrender and that that fuck yeah that wide was just the kind of that just opened the door to that for me i mean i I guess you could say that the the door was already opened with the end of uh, what would you have me do but fuck yeah was fittingly because it was born out of it was born out of a jam at the end of what would you have me do? but that was definitely you know let's go, let's explore that avenue. The record that I would compare it to the most is handfisted. I think it's better than handfisted. I like the way it sounds. I think that you know I don't know if the songs are better, but but I, 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 I like the feel of it. It feels more alive to me. So that was the first thing we did with Andy um, That that was That was released That was the first Those were the first recordings That we made with him That we decided to put out And you know I mean that that, that started that So in another way This record Is very much a, a Like a second debut record You know
0: I listening back at this uh, 20 years later uh, You said these things still hold up And I, I listened to them I'm like yeah they, Yeah they do These uh when I heard "No Fun," I'm like, "Well, this this is the one that brings me back 20 years ago when it was the intro song, or it was like early in the set, and it's just like, pff, here we are, you know."
3: Yeah, we played that song at the Metro a, a couple of months ago, and it was um, it was it was it was fun to play, you know. Um, it's it's cool. I mean, it it's clearly supposed to sound uh, Neanderthal esque and. It's clearly supposed to sound like a Stooges song, um, so you know it, it, was, it was fun to do stuff like that. Playing some shows or touring with the EP it feels wrong. It doesn't feel in the spirit of the EP. Um, it feels right to break out. No fun, and and you know we have we have played uh, Cooler Heads off and on throughout the years but for some reason i just cannot get it in me to break out fuck yeah that why and and as far as i'm concerned there's there's never a reason to break out president forever again for some people
0: they they, that's their favorite song ever
3: that's the most requested song up the president forever is people's favorite song on that record i think it is I don't know what universe you're living in, but it is not the one where I get fucking yelled at on Twitter because of my politics and how they'll never listen to us again. And then the next record comes out and I go, that's it. No more listening to you. The next record comes out and politics again, no more. As they sip from their Bud Light. And now in its entirety... Here's the No Fun EP. Nah, let's... The whole EP... No. Fuck that. Just play Cooler Heads.